Shalom, a good day. Welcome to the Chai Academy. Happy to have you with us as uh, we embark on a new class today. And you, you are able to see hundreds, hundreds, literally hundreds of other classes um, at thechaicenter.com forward slash academy. So today, today's um, title is basically learning from God on how to have a relationship. Our last class was about the pros and cons of marriage, etc. But um, marriage is just a, a micro of, of the macro. Relationships would be the broader sense, and marriage would be one component, albeit you know an important and and uh, difficult component. Um, hey, Eileen. Good afternoon. So, so the the there, there's a fascinating, fascinating discussion, fascinating discussion um, in the Kabbalah and in the Torah um, about God creating the world, which is which is teaches us lessons um, on on how right God. Why did God create the world? Hey, Susan. Why did God create the world? Because he he it was all about relationships. So um, we learn from God about what He did, what us as mere mortals should do to make all our relationships a little bit easier. So, the Kabbalah tells us, in the beginning, there was just God. There was just infinite energy, an infinite light, as the Kabbalah calls it. An infinite, infinite light. And, and um, it had no end. There was nothing but the light. Then God withdrew. God condensed himself, withdrew into his essence, and created a void. As it says, and there was a void, right? The second, the second court of the, uh, of the Torah, there was a void. Then the Kabbalah tells us that God reintroduced himself into the void. But the void wasn't like it was before, only godliness. There were foreign objects called receptacles. And through these receptacles, the energy was placed in the receptacles, in the vessels, so to speak, and the world was created. So I know it's very esoteric and, and very ethereal, but if we break it down, I think we can learn from basically life's lessons. So the first, the first thing God did was the world, the universe, the galaxy, the everything and anything was full of God, full of his energy. The problem with that is that there was no room for anything else. Just God, as far as the eye could see, as far as there was only God, there was nothing. There was no space for any other existence. Not, not humans, not plants, not weeds, not, not sand, nothing. So what did God have to do? He had to withdraw himself and create a void. This is the, the first unbelievable, pow powerful lesson, is that we, when we are wrapped up in ourselves, when we only think of ourselves, where, where the, the universe revolves around us, where everything is our way 
or the highway. We, we, um, we don't have space for somebody else. We don't have space for a spouse. We don't have space for a partner. We don't have space for children. It's all about us. You know, I know, I know plenty of people who, who uh, their parents for crying out loud and their children are not adults and they're forever going on vacation and leaving the kids behind. So you can do that once, I get it. You can do that twice, I get it. But forever leaving the kids behind, it, 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 it seems that the kids are, are, dis, are a disturbance to your existence. Now, the, the kids are not supposed to disturb your existence. Kids are supposed to enhance your existence. Granted, there's blips in the road and it ain't easy being a parent. Likewise a spouse, likewise a partner, likewise a friend. If it's all about you all the time, you'll never ever be able to have a relationship with anybody. So the first thing you have to do, the first thing one has to do is basically withdraw from yourself. Create a void. Let somebody in. Allow them to come in to your space. And you do that by minimizing somewhat of yourself and allowing, allowing someone in. It's a very powerful, powerful concept. You know, when, when, um, when a young couple, when they, when they date, I always tell the young couple that, what did you see in the other person? And I listen very carefully. If the person says, well, I see that they, this person, she will make me happy. She will fulfill fulfill me she will complete me she uh, there's really no room for her he didn't say she's amazing it was all about and and that makes for a bad marriage because it's 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 all about the eye and the eye is 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 good it's important it's the id um, but but it can't only be about the eye so the first thing one has to do is one has to minimize themselves. Make space for somebody else. Um, I think I mentioned this in, the previous, in a previous class. And this is the reason, by the way, to get, this is the argument to get married younger. When you're younger, you haven't fulfilled all your space. As opposed to when you're older, you're in your major 30s, everything is set. Your your your, your um, bar is exactly where you want it. The TV is exactly where you want it. The the decor is exactly how you want it. And um, and then somebody else comes in and rocks your boat. When you're younger, you haven't fully established yourself. You're not full of yourself. You could be molded. When you're older, it's a little bit harder. So when you when you're younger, it's a startup company. When you're older, it's it's a full fledged merger. So that's the first thing. Withdraw, make space for somebody else. But we learn from God, it wasn't enough just withdraw. The problem with withdrawing is there's a risk that you don't come back. You make space for somebody else, but then you become a half a person. All the, you know, the, 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 the marrow of life has been sucked out. Because you were an independent person and you ran a mock, happy, happy, go lucky 
etc., etc. And here you've been asked to make space for someone else, and that cramps your style, and so therefore you, you, you become a different person. The idea is not to become different. The idea is not to become morose. The idea is not to become sullen or sulk, and, right? But rather like God did, he gave light back. He withdrew. He made the space. After he made the space for someone else, for the world to be created, he came back. He came back. And his energy and his light and his happiness and his joy and everything all meshed together. Right? And, and it became a perfect union. Right? So that's the idea. You make space for someone else, but not begrudgingly. You make space for someone else and, and you'll enrich your life that way. I, you, if 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 you if a person who's who's alone, a person lives alone, and a person just likes to dance to his own tune, chances are will uh, die, um, will die alone. Because they they um, they just they won't allow any anybody else to enter, and if they do, they just no. I prefer to be alone. I prefer to be alone. So that's what God did. God withdrew. He allowed someone in. He allowed us. He allowed us all in. And then he shed his love and his light and his energy and etc. on us, and it, it was a perfect union. And that's how we should be. So, for example, you know, you're, you're married, right? You feel that it's become too much of you. You withdraw, give space for someone else. Let them have an opinion. Let them, let them, let them share their thoughts. It's not all about you, and then enjoy the process. Um, also, the other thing about coming back is is that it's very important to be present. It says clearly in the Torah that God's presence, Eine Hashem Tamid, God is present consistently consistently right God is 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 not like a politician who as he's shaking your hand is looking to the next person nice to see you again right God is completely present and and in order to have a happy relationship is you you need you need to be present you need to be completely present in Kabbalah by the way there's a term called Pnimi Pnimi means that you focus on where you're at. So I guess Pnimi is what they call mindfulness. What you are right now, you're present in the moment. You know exactly, exactly what's going on. You're not thinking about a dozen things. You're a Pnimi. You're talking to your kids, you're talking to your kids. You're talking to your partner, you're talking to your partner. You're talking to your spouse, talking to your spouse. You're doing this, you're at work, you're, you're completely focused the way you ought to be and not thinking about a dozen other things. Doesn't mean when the phone rings, you, you, you have to deal with a problem, you pick it up. But you, you while you're talking with your kids, you're not thinking about work. And while you're talking to your spouse, you're not thinking about the golf game. So, so that's also when God withdrew and he came back, God showed that the secret is to 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 come back 
to come back and be present and be involved. You know, there's there's different ways of of a relationship, right? There's there's uh, we know this from parenting. There's authoritarian. It's not good. Where it's your way or the highway. There's passive. Eh, whatever goes. I think it's better than authoritarian, but it's not ideal. Then there's absent, where you're really not present. Then you're just you're just an absent spouse, absent parent, absent colleague, absent friend, right? And then the best one is authoritative. I'm sorry, tongue twister. Um, is where where you're you're involved and you have an opinion. And and you're you're you're, you're you know you're not it's not it has to be your way. It's authoritarian. But but you 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 offer. You're not absent. You're not passive. You offer of yourself, and that's the best way. That's the best way to be. So. And so you come back, the light comes back, you come back into the person's life, you show exactly, you show that you're, you're, you're present. Now, when God came back, he came back not to light. Remember, he was light, he withdrew. When he came back, came back to vessels. Vessels, think of a cup, it's limited. It can only an eight ounce cup can all hold eight ounces of water. A nine ounce cup is nine ounces of water, etc., etc. Here, um, God is infinite. The cup, the vessel, is finite, and God was okay with it. So, God came back to the other. It wasn't the same, right? They, you know. They, they say, you know, differences, uh, opposites attract, etc. Maybe some truth to that. But the idea is that you are not marrying a clone of you. It's not, not the way it works. Your children are not a clone of you. One's friends, one's peers, one's mentors are not you. They're just not. They're just not. You resonate. But... but but you have to resonate with people who, who, who are not like you. And, the, and the, you, the, the greater the person, the greater the openness of the person, is the, they can resonate with different types of people. Right? The, the, um, there are some people who can only tolerate a certain kind. It's not good. When God came back to these vessels, these vessels were all different. Every single vessel vessel served a different purpose, filled God's light, it filled with God's light, and it ran with it and created something, made something of itself. You, 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 you have children, they're all different, they're all different vessels. And each one runs with it, runs with the light and the energy and the love um, and the support from yourself and runs with it. They cannot be like you. Right? They could be similar in some aspects, of course. They could be they could be um, exactly like you in one aspect, of course. But because they're they are their own mensch, 
they're not going to be they're not going to be like you and we see this we see this clearly is that god right he he he, he and it's, it's brought down a kabbalah that the same energy god gives to humans he gives to a blade of grass the same concentration the same focus the difference is on the recipient how we receive it so we we absorb more of a god's energy than a blade of grass does sometimes um but but it's it, it's we we have to um, be able to deal with each each individual person persons people relationships in our lives um even though they're all different and and not one answer fits all and it's a fascinating thing in jewish law a fascinating thing and i don't know if you have this anywhere else but in jewish law someone comes to the rabbi and says to the rabbi rabbi do i have to fast on yom kippur and the rabbi says of course someone else comes to the rabbi says to the rabbi rabbi do i have to fast on yom kippur um i suffer in the past recent past from anorexia so the first answer to the person was, of course, you have to. It's a biblical command. You have to. There's no what. The second person, also a human being, the rabbi says, no, you can't fast. A third person can come. I'm using this as a benign example. And do I have to fast in Yom Kippur? And the rabbi would say, half a day. Half a day. And then check your insulin. See how it goes. Right, so there's not the, and you find this in all of Judaism. There is no one answer. There's a basic. There's a core. But then there is beyond the core. And so, in relationships, the same is true. There is a core relationship, a connection. But but the connection is 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 so the the ability the ability to connect. However, the connection is different for each and every person. If you treat a friend, your relationship with a friend is the same relationship you have with your spouse, you're off. If you have a relationship with your spouse, a collegiate relationship with your spouse, you're off. A person has to know how to adapt. A person has to know when to hold them, when to fold them, when to say this, when to do this, with whom, how, and any given moment, right? Think of a therapist. Therapist sits and hears different problems and answers accordingly. It's not one question that's asked. It's not one thought that's needed, but rather it's papuri of, of, uh, of, of, of different ideas. And that's how relationships are. So can't be full of yourself you have to let the other person in and that's true by the way of a relationship with God if it's all about you if it's all about the ego and the only thing that matters is you God can never enter there's no space if it's all about you and you love yourself so much there's no space for a spouse right if you're the wisest and sharpest person with the highest IQ and, and uh, the, you know, the, the, the most organized person in the world, 
yeah, work for yourself. Don't don't hire anybody. The 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 relationships are to complement. So first thing you do once again is withdraw. You make space for somebody else. You made space for this someone else. Make sure that you don't hide behind a rock, and you come out, and you have a relationship with them, and realize they're not you, they're other. They're not you, they're other, and 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 it's a completely different relationship and you have to have your wits about you. For some people, by the way, it comes naturally. For others, it doesn't. And it's an acquired, you got to work at it, to how, how to be able to switch off and switch on at, 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 at different times. So those, those are the keys. Now, the Kabbalah takes it one more step, though. The Kabbalah says that it didn't fully work. It was Tohu, the, 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 the first, God's first attempt was, was um, God's first attempt actually didn't fully work. And, and, and so he, he, he tried again. So the first time he tried is called Tohu. The second time is called Tikkun, correction. You ever heard of Tikkun Olam? That's where it comes from, which is the lesson for us that we also have to know how to adjust if it's not working. What if this relationship is not working? It used to work and you do exactly the same thing and it now doesn't work. So now you have to, the exercise is, you have to withdraw, contemplate, right? Take out the subjectivity, come back, connect and try again. And that's part and parcel of a relationship. In fact, think about it. When, 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 you, when a person gets married, they're infused with a new spouse, they're infatuated, and the relationship is hot and heavy and passionate and, and uh, right? And, and it's just, there's this physical chemistry and, and sexual energy, but it changes. And you change with it. If you don't, you sunk. And God taught us that. Created the world, it was all hunky-dory, and then it didn't fully work. So God said, aha, uh -huh. I need tikkun. I need to I need to correct this and change the mindset, change how I act, what I do. You know, I, I don't know who said it, but the definition of insanity is doing exactly the same thing and expecting different results. You gotta change. It's not working. Change up, right? And and um, and then and then see how it goes. If that's not working, change it again, etc. You know the the um, talking about connecting with others who are not necessarily on your wavelength or very different than you, etc. Um, the the and I've told you this before in the High Academy. That somebody approached the Rebbe and says, "The Rebbe, I don't understand. I I, I have a child that's really." You know, dysfunctional, a rebel, and, and a loud mouth, and a brute, and a thunk, and and I don't understand. I brought up all my kids the same. Why is this one so different? And the rabbi told her, "You can't bring them up the same. It's a recipe for disaster. Every child is different, and and you bring up exactly the same. It may be good for some." 
and it's not necessarily good for others. This is, by the way, one of the problems. I'm not sure how it is now, but one of the problems when I was in school in the Shiva, and um, you know, we're talking about elementary school, high school, and even my with my kids, is it was almost like one size fits all. So it appealed to 20% of the class, and the other 80% floundered. Some made it, some really floundered and got hurt. A good teacher knows how to connect on different levels. A good parent knows how to connect on different levels. You know, and, and, um, and then the Mishnah says, Siyag Sometimes the best answer to a lot of relationship issues is shut your mouth. You don't have to have the last word. Hear what they say, absorb, accept, even if you disagree. And, um, and that's from the Mishnah. And then you just move on. I hope you enjoyed this class. If you did, please uh, share it along with others and um, with others and check back again for the next High Academy. God bless, be well, and Shalom.